0: Welcome back to season five of the Lighting Your Way podcast. My name is Betty Long and I am your host during these conversations. I do hope that you enjoy them and I look forward to hearing your feedback. In this episode, we talk with Bobby Simmons from Brooklyn, New York. Bobby is an acclaimed hip hop artist, drummer, and entertainment personality in New York City, as well as a member of RWDSU slash UFCW Local 338, a New York union representing grocery and department store workers. Joining Bobby is his nurse advocate, my guardian nurse's colleague, Michelle Agnese. We talk about Bobby's recent experience in the healthcare system after an emergent surgery. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Lighting Your Way podcast, Bobby Simmons and Michelle Agnese. Welcome.
1: Hey, how y'all
0: doing? <laughs> <laughs> that avoid, Bobby, get started good. Michelle, welcome to the podcast. My colleague at thank Guardian you, Nursing. Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Were, Very you excited for
2: doing this.
0: You were uh, kind enough to bring Bobby on as one of your patients up in uh, New York. And Bobby, I'm excited to talk with you about uh, your experience. You're on the other side of it now. So that's great. Uh, happy to hear yeah. that. But but uh, you've been through a tough time the last, uh, geez, since July, right? Last year, T- can you tell us yeah, about well, what, what's happened?
1: Yeah, since uh, well, uh, since last year, but the year before that, because I was also telling Michelle, I got hit by a car in in in, in um, oh, oh. uh, twenty twenty. <laughs> so it's like like one thing after another. But wow. um, yeah, of last year of um. 20 20 uh, 2022 I was going to say 2021 but 22 um yeah I just I was just having like these constant pains in my stomach and you know I'm I'm from one who something ain't right you know go really go get it checked out because mm-hmm. I've I've never had to go to a hospital or a doctor but this one told me yeah, go get it checked out and it's come to find out yeah there was a problem and um I still haven't, Michelle, no, I I even still have a problem saying the name of it, what they found was, took up a, what is, what is,
0: diverticulitis, there you go,
1: okay, Yeah. so that was, that was um,
0: causing the pain in your abdomen,
1: exactly, yeah, Yeah. so me, me going to get that checked out and finding out that I had it, and they was able to get it before, you know, anything else happened, I was happy about it, but, it it was my first experiment of going through surgery. I've never mm-hmm. had surgery ever in my life, nothing, not an ankle, not a knee, not a arm, not a nothing. So this was my first you're lucky. major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and you know,
0: <laughs> cuz you're an adult man. I mean, you you know, you're lucky to dodge that bullet, right? I mean, cuz you got yeah. you got to look um avoiding surgery through what, you know, 5 decades is is pretty significant.
1: Yes. And um, so this was a pretty big one, and and, and it, it scared me because you know I also lost a friend of mine who was also in in an entertainment field. He was a a rap artist. Um, uh, they had a huge a uh, big platinum record out in the the, the, the mid eighties called Roxanne. Roxanne, and his name was Kango. and he passed away. But he had um he was in stage four cancer. Oh. Okay. So he was he was going through the same thing too with, you know, his colon and having you know pains himself. So I kind of got nervous because I just left his funeral like in January. So it kind of made me nervous, and um, so yeah, it was a very very weird experience for me. But I'm glad I was able to get through it, and um, and then walks in the room while I'm in there like, you know, <laughs> busted gut up is this young lady, and I'm like, okay, what is she doing here? Is this another <laughs> nurse? Come in and give me some pills or something like that. And you no, know, she asked me my name and wanted and asked and wanted to know was I she asked me questions about was I with uh, the Williams Company and she told me she was from the union. I was like, oh, nobody never that's showed great. up to see me from nowhere. So I was actually surprised when that okay. happened.
0: You so know? you you've so, been with the you've been with the union uh, and that's Local three thirty eight in in New York for, since what yes. two thousand seven. 2007, yes. Because I've I've
1: always believed that – I've heard a lot of people say, oh, union people don't do nothing for you. I'm like, well, I don't know because I never had to use them. I really never – I mean, we're we're talking about from 2007 to 2022 that I had to speak or deal with somebody in the union rep. Okay. So I have never had to deal with it. So hearing everybody else complain, I was like – if i gonna have this kind of problem, my experience was way 200 right. different than everybody else's.
0: Well, and, so, and uh, one of the things that that you and I talked about is, and Michelle's brought me in on this, is that you join the union partly. You know, you have the successful career in in music, but you also work in the food store on the docks, so you can get health insurance, which, as right. we all know, yeah. well, is very.
1: Right, exactly. Well, the truth, well, here's the real truth to be told. Um there was actually a a a, a dip in my um musical career. I took a dip uh, pretty much around um, 2005 and 6. Okay. Um you, you know, long story short, lawsuits and 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 and, and tax payments and and you know you don't want to be you don't you don't want to be you know one of Sopranos in jail <laughs> federal jail for taxes and so a lot really happened so it was like move about and I remember my father told me he said always no matter what you do he said he said even if you the Cause in music, what I do, what we do, what we do is we're musicians and we're artists. We get to work with people, travel with people as musicians. Like I'm a drummer, so I played and worked with a lot of people, okay. um, from from, you know, from Natalie Cole to you know to to you know artists when like when they go out on the road, they say, hey, we need drummers. Okay. Someone will recommend me, and I will go out on the road and play with these people. But then there's down times as musicians where musicians are not on the road. So they literally either waiting for the next gig to make the money okay. or, in my case, I was lucky that I was a part of a rap group. So we had a deal where we was earning a certain amount of money, and most of the songs we wrote, we was cashing in on publishing. Okay. So, again, long story short, my father always told, told me, said, well, unless you become Michael Jackson, <laughs> oh, well, there's my father, he told me, said, unless <laughs> you become Michael Jackson, and you get those seventy hundred million dollar deals, then you can automatically, you know, because you're you're in corporate. Corporate, right. well, you you they have a bag for that. They have a right. bag for health and, you know, for gun. But when you just a working musician, a lot of musicians' unions don't have health, oh. um, situations okay. for you. So if you worked as a musician, you played. That's why a lot of jazz musicians wind up dying broke. You know, people gotta—they gotta, gotta gather people to help pay for this service. And oh, all, well, wow. how did he die? He was the greatest—he was the greatest musician in the world. And had no health insurance. Oh, wow. Same thing with a lot of singers and rappers. What happened? So I always thought that was kind of cheesy for my father to say, like, well, dad, aren't you, aren't you confident in your son gonna be like one of the big time musicians? Not that he didn't believe in us or believe in me at all. So that he said, you know, sometimes, and he was right because it took a dive around two thousand six, okay. and he was right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So to, to Scrabble um, I don't actually really scrabble. Someone actually recommended who was who also was in the music industry, and she was like, yo, I'm telling you, don't don't be embarrassed, don't be ashamed. You having a government gig, and you hold on to it, could could bring you like." Precious jewels. I'm thinking, okay, whatever, you know. But as you as you as I, you know, you go along you realize that some things you look at and you're like, oh wow, so I'm covered. So you look at what the president and all of them be talking now I know what they be talking about. Okay. When you're talking about all these politicians and presidents.
0: Well, listen, health care is is a is a big issue as it should be. And and we're still fighting right. about whether it's universal health care, but people who don't have health care insurance are really, really, really at a disadvantage, both clinically, you know, because they, and then if they go to the hospital, they could, you know, have to declare bankruptcy. So it's a critical issue. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and having, you you know, one of, we work with a lot of health and welfare funds who offer health benefits to their members, and they are rich benefits, as you've experienced even having the surgery. And additionally, Mm -hmm. having nurses like Michelle, who can come into the hospital and kind of guide you through that process. So like, what was it so like to did, have? Yeah. yeah. What was it like to have Michelle kind of come in and Michelle, I'm going to ask you too, but, but kind of coming into the, I mean, that's part of the joy of this mobile care program is that Michelle's able to go on site when she gets notification that you're inpatient. Um, so that's why I she actually, showed up in your I, room. So yeah, excellent. like, what was her support like for you? Excellent. That, that's just one word excellent,
1: because I was I, I you know like I said, I've never had to experience this ever before, so this was my first time ever have having to deal with this, so I automatically need needed to um if she didn't show up, I still had to speak with someone within my union to say, "Hey, you know, how do I get help to you know covers I need days off of work I've been working for this company for you know fourteen fifteen years, so right. then, should I Mean for something, but her coming in was like I still don't think she's real. I think somebody just <laughs> set the in for this for this moment because <laughs> it's like it's like she just came out of nowhere. It's like a it's like a television show, you know. It's like she just flying with a wand and some wings, and <laughs> here she is. But she, she 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 was she was excellent because she was able to help me through a lot of things that I probably would have had a major attitude with hospitals. And, and, and certain people with. And she came through with answers, and, she, and plus she also helped me. She was like, oh, calm down. and she should tell you, I was always scared to call her. Because I should always be like, I don't want to bother you right now. I hope I'm not bothering you. I'm sorry I'm bothering you because I needed answers. Right. And, well, why, and, and why were I knew I call? wasn't the only patient. Why were you afraid to call her? Because I knew that she had other patients. I wasn't the what? only one. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like, you know, I, I, I if you're working all day when you're dealing with other people, you know, and you you I could just imagine what a phone looked like. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm saying? So it's like and the Harry, who's this body? Oh he's bothering me what do he wants? And I just needed answers. But she was able to um provide me with answers without without a problem at all. And quickly. You know okay. what I'm saying? With with she even helped me find certain Doctors and people that was. That, that, let, let me help you. We gonna find someone who's gonna help you. Okay. But so her her coming in was excellent.
0: And and prior to that, you didn't know you had the benefit of of a guardian nurse.
1: No, I didn't. Okay. I did okay. not at all. That's why I said it's like it's like a TV show. Like you know, you <laughs> you're in a hospital. Someone goes, "Hi, I'm your magic health, ward. <laughs> you know, you know health like what? So I, it, it didn't really register until things started moving. Then I was like, okay, I see okay. everything that she meant.
0: Okay. And Michelle, for you, I mean, you, you're doing this, you know, a couple of years now, you're going into a lot of hospitals and seeing patients. Like, so you get the notification that Bobby's in there and you mobilize to the, the hospital room. So what was, what was it like for you to, to meet him? Um,
2: You know, it was a regular meeting. I just, you know, walked in and did what I always do. Not, you know. Introducing myself, letting him know about the benefit because, you know, we didn't have any other uh, prior engagement with him before, you know, this particular hospitalization. So, um, you know, I went in I went over my my spiel, I guess, and gave him my card, gave him, you know, our flyer, let him know I'm available to do home visits. We go on accompaniments, you know, to different doctors. We help you, you know, basically going over the entire thing. And then mm-hmm. um, he wound up uh, reaching out to me not uh, soon after that to let me know. I think you. I think you called me while you were still there in the hospital about home care. And um, I said, oh, you know, I can help you, you know, figure out. I I think it had to do with a copayment or something of that nature. And then I suggested, I said, hey, listen, I was like, you know, once you get home, I can come out and visit you. Make sure go over your discharge instructions and, um, you know, make sure that you're good with everything that you just went through. And, you know, he was totally open to it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it was Bobby made it easy, because sometimes it's not that easy, but um, he definitely, I feel like, kind of put the trust in there, you know, not full trust yet, but he gave me some trust in the very beginning, which was, you know, made made my job a lot easier in the end, because that's usually a main um, barrier is the the trust issue.
0: Well, judging from, I mean, Bobby's been working, you know, 15 years in the union and and he didn't know, of course he didn't need anything. Right. So Bobby, a lot of times, right. Patients don't hear about us, but then of course, when you're hospitalized, the good news is that we get notification and we can come out and, and support you. So that's, you know, it's not uncommon, right. If you're not, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. So you're, doing your right. job, you're living your life, and you don't know about it until you need it, which is great that we have the benefit.
1: All the years that I worked for them, I had no injuries. If I was sick, it was because I either had the flu or ate something wrong, but not to be hospitalized to go through surgery. Right. <laughs> you know, so,
0: so what, what was, it, I'm curious, like, you know, as a man in his 50s, what, what was it like to be, you were at NYU Brooklyn, right? Right, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, what was it like? Did you? Because sometimes, you know, we're nurses, so we kind of take for granted the the comings and goings and the noises and the, you know, the protocols. Right? You're going to do this. You're going to do that. What was it like for you as a first time patient?
1: That the 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 first time was was pretty okay. I mean, I've I've been in there twice, so the first time was okay because the nurses was really. It was very nice and I didn't really have to call him too much. I was in a room with someone who was just as quiet as me. So it was comfortable, Um, but it was, it was, it was pretty good. You know, the, the, the relationship with the nurses and even the doctors was really, really pretty good. So, but I wanted to get out of there because I don't like hospitals. So (laughs) I I wanted to get out of there.
0: That do like hospitals, at least yeah. patients on the patient side. I th- hopefully the the nurses and doctors like the hospital. <laughs> or else yeah, we're well, yeah, problems.
1: yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I appreciate you know for all they do, but it's like if they could just be like zip, zip, okay, go home. Yeah, but it, it but, but on overall, it wasn't bad. As you know, people ask me, I won't go. Oh, it was the most horrible. No, it was, it was good. I can only spend. Three days in there, but the days they had me in there was, if I'm not mistaken, Michelle, I think I was in there for 12 days. Wasn't I the first time? I
0: think I was in there for that long. Wow, I actually up. It was nine, nine days.
2: It was nine
0: days you were there. Wow, that's a oh, long time. I mean, that's that's a long yeah. time to be in the hospital these days. <laughs> yeah, so, wow. yeah. Um, yeah. How are you doing now? Are you doing? Are you, are you back to work yet? How are you doing? Yes, I am. I am doing
1: well now. I am definitely moving back again, and and I'm happy. I'm even. Um, I, I'm, I'm just. I'm just happy to be moving around because yeah. I know most people like to stay home. You know, watch television, relax. Not me. <laughs> I can't do that. I understand. I had to recover, but not me. I couldn't do that. So I was. Just glad that the last day I just saw the doctor a couple of days ago, and he said, oh, you can go ahead, you're fine, and and I'll see you in December, and then you can – I feel great. I really, really, really feel great. That's great. I'm I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Were were you – are
0: are you back uh, playing drums?
1: No, actually, I won't start doing shows until the first shows that we do have is – The seventeenth of June. It's a big, it's a big. It's the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop concert, and we're a part of that on June. Where is that at? That's going to be in Atlantic City, June seventeenth.
0: Oh, where at? We'll be a part of
1: that casino. I don't have offhand what's the name of the place, but it's what it's called Boardwalk something. Think that's the name of the arena. Oh, Uh, Boardwalk. But it's in Atlantic City. Well, walk there you go. See there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah 50, 50 years of hip
0: hop. Holy smokes. Yes, 50 years. 50 years of hip hop. You yeah. haven't been you so haven't been we'll, doing it for 50 years, have you? Oh no, 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 no. no.
1: But because it's because of hip hop and a lot of groups who are part of it, are part of the growth of the music, it's um it's the celebration of the music.
0: So, is so, that's a sonic of um, uh, forming?
1: yeah we are, yeah we will be performing yes
0: and and you're yes. saving yourself for that your recovery is is going to be complete when you can go back
1: well yeah that's well that's one of the reasons why i'm glad that all this got done in such a, a great length of time because i we, we kind of knew that this event was coming up so i had to i was hoping that my surgery would happen in in, in february so that i have at least two to three months to recover okay and it worked out perfect it worked hey, out that perfect. That either, either.
0: Is not, I don't hear that much, Bobby. Trust me. Neither does Michelle <laughs> that things worked out perfect.
2: <laughs> what, what I is that you know I feel like in in talking about the timeline and how Bobby recovered so quickly, I feel like a lot of it had to do with his attitude towards the entire um, process and you know just going through the surgery and you know, he went through a lot, let's just say that. I mean, two major abdominal surgeries, and he always just kept such a positive attitude. I never saw his anger. I I heard him say that he would get angry with people. I never saw that once. He was just took whatever the doctor said, okay. And he he was like the model patient. And I truly believe that his attitude and his positivity and his, Want to get back to normal life is what really helped him just glide literally through this process. and it was seamless for him. And I mean, i, I, I he just he was just such a pleasure to work with as far as, you know, he never bothered me, no matter what he said. He never bothered me, ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I always
2: welcomed his questions, I always welcomed his calls, as much as he always like I don't want to bother you. I'm like, Bobby, it's fine.
0: <laughs> right. But that's what she's there for. <laughs> He's real yeah,
1: I just don't yeah, I don't I I don't like to bother people as much. I always I, I always text that just so that I you know, in case they're busy, you know, I I just want them to know if you're busy you can get back to me when you can and you know, I just don't like to be a bother. But you did hear me upset one time though, Michelle, when you oh. came to my house and I was I uh, was telling you that how much family feud can I watch? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I right. I
2: agree with that one though. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> then we're gonna have a can mental health know, admission,
0: can... Bobby. We're gonna then we're yeah, gonna have exactly. a mental you know, Exactly.
2: <laughs> and i didn't see your gold <laughs> records on the wall either bobby right that, that i think you know
1: <laughs> oh yeah because yeah, yeah, cause she didn't know i was into music i was like you're the first person that ever came to my house i got these plaques on my walls and i she you didn't see that because usually that's what people would ask like mm-hmm. oh you into music but she didn't see it
0: oh she didn't okay. see well, it well she's focused on you it.
1: bobby she's
0: focused oh, on you bobby yeah. the patient
1: <laughs> I'm I'm glad though I'm I'm thankful for it. I really am I appreciate it. <laughs>
0: so Bobby, when you when you think about I mean, now, you got friends, you got family. Like, what do you have any advice that you you know? Obviously, attitude matters. That's what Michelle has remarked on. You know, your kind of very mm-hmm. positive attitude. But is there anything that you'd like to, to say to folks who might be looking at a surgery or you know going to a hospital to to have uh, you know maybe a surgery or a treatment?
1: Well, I mean, uh, everyone's, I guess, it all depends what kind of surgery they're having. Everyone is having different type of surgeries. I know what I went through, um, you know, just hearing about it and learning about it was scary. Because when I first went in, the first thing they said to me was, uh, it it, it happened quick. Like, when I went in, they took the x-rays and stuff. They was like... They pulled me into a room. I was like, "Something y'all trying to tell me?" And they was like, "Well, no. look, we see a we see we see a mask inside. Uh, yeah, yeah, your colon, no. and we need it, it's leaking." And I'm like, "What? Like, you know, this is what right. they're explaining right. me." One doc right. even me, well, doctor even told me, "One doctor even told me said we don't know what it is. It could be cancer. It could be anything." I'm like, "Really? Is that something you want to tell me right now?" Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of scary. And then I said, "Okay, well, cool. And duh, me being a dummy at the moment." He was like, we have to schedule you for surgery. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, set me up for surgery probably like either Friday. It was on a Wednesday. I so said, set me up for <laughs> surgery like a Friday. And I was like, no, we have to set you up for surgery like in an hour. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, Whoops. Okay. So So, yeah, you know, right. So, it, 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 so anyone who's going through surgery at this particular time right now, um, definitely find out whatever your case is. Um, you you whatever you're going through, you want to make sure you take care of it. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of you might be afraid. Um, I was myself. I don't want to make it sound like here on this this show that, oh, I was brave. No, because when you hear things like that, you're you, you wondering, like, and then I never got answers until after they seen all the test results before they was able to tell me, you're fine. Okay. But those nine days, I'm sitting, right. I'm like, why am I in there for nine days?
0: Right. Well, they just took a significant yeah. part of your, you know, calling out.
1: Exactly. But I didn't be, I'm i you know, nothing like that. I'm sitting in there just thinking, like, okay, they patched me up, maybe I just gotta recover. Can I go home? It, this was like day four. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So okay. you know, going through day five, six, seven, eight, and I'm like, Why am I still here? So, you know, you're gonna worry, but you wanna get all the information you need to get. Um, if you're going through something with your body. So I would suggest to anybody who's going into the hospital or going to get surgery, um, it is important to get all the information you need to know, get through it. And um, I, I guess if you have a positive attitude, then you'll be all right if you don't try to um, have someone around you to help you to be positive because <laughs> it, it could be tough. Again, it all depends what kind of surgery you're going through.
0: So was there anything like in the, in the partnership that you had with Michelle during that time, both in the hospital and then after the hospital, was there anything that kind of you picked up on that you continue to use? Like, was there any advice or any kind of uh, strategy that Michelle offered other than being with you, right. And kind of coaching you through this, is there something that you got from that relationship that you'll continue to use?
1: Yeah. I told you that the other day. I said, look, when I I when I go into my cause I got more appointments coming up with uh certain doctors that I gotta still see. Okay. Uh, you know, for checkups. I said I told her I would like for her to be Because when the <laughs> doctors talk, they talk quickly. Yeah. They talk quickly and they try to make you they try to explain to you certain things like, Well, you know, you did that and I'm like, like with this last doctor, he kinda explained it to me where everything was understood with, you know, no mixed alphabet letters. So I was able to to get that. But it was still good having her there yeah. to be the the the, the double backup person and go everything he said that you heard and you, you feel that you understand it, it's the it's the same thing that I heard and I understand too. So you're okay. So it was good. A lot of that still would need her for. Um plus she she, she she's a she's a great fighter too. Because sometimes I go there with the card, maybe fight with me. Oh, this is this card is not working and we don't know if we can we can't accept your magnet. We can't accept this. And then but all you got to do is call the number on the back of the car. Well, <laughs> we can't. And but when she comes, they go to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just call them on the back of the car.
0: <laughs> oh, Bobby. Thank you. That Michelle feels good about that. That's good. So yeah. <laughs> Mich- Michelle, in, in like in your, you've certainly, you know, uh, really work with a lot of patients like Bobby, you know, gotten them through surgery, right? Like what, for the patients who, you know, may not have uh, a nurse advocate guiding them, right? What would you like to say to those patients that are going to have surgery?
2: Well, I mean, it's not necessarily just having a nurse advocate. It's having any kind of advocate, I think, really. I mean, if you're going to be going into um, any doctor's office, I mean, aside from like a primary care, I feel like, you know, you're going for a well check. But if you're sick, Bring someone with you, regardless if they are a um, healthcare professional or not, Mm -hmm. Um, just to be that, because when you're sitting there, I know, like, even when I'm a patient, it's nice to have somebody there with me, you know, because it's different when it's yourself. And to have another set of eyes and ears there, I think, is priceless, regardless if you're healthcare professional or not. And if you don't have somebody that can come with you, I always, and I do this myself, I write down the questions that I wanna ask before okay. going into the appointment. Okay. Just, okay. you know, I think about why I'm going to this appointment and what my goals are for the appointment. And I think of questions because when you're in there, even I freeze up sometimes. Yeah. And, and I walk out, I'm like, shoot, I wish I asked that question. And right. I think it's really important you know, that you do ask questions and you, you you shouldn't be afraid to ask questions. This is your life, your body. You need to be your own best advocate sometimes.
0: Right. And, yeah. And, um, and to, your, to both, Bobby, and your point, it, it is overwhelming and you can get distracted when the doctor starts telling you things that you weren't expecting and then you get off track, right? So to write the questions down and to research before you go to the appointment. Right. Get the good. So, I mean, there's a lot of steps that we at Guardian Nurses are kind of it, it's second nature to us. Right. But but to someone like Bobby, who's facing the healthcare system in an emergency, it's can be overwhelming. So to have you there uh, as a benefit of his union membership is, you know, kind of priceless. Um, Bobby, what would um, what would you like to say to the members of local 338? If you were if you were at a membership meeting, what would you say?
1: I would say I would say, hey y'all! I didn't know y'all exist. <laughs> i was like, hey, hi everybody, how y'all doing? You know, and 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 I, I thank again. Like I said, everyone's experience is different. So if someone asked me, my, this is my first experience, and all I can say is that I, I again, it's like okay. someone just put her in 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 my position. To help guide me, and it was one it was one of the greatest experiments. so I would say to them, Hey, thank you and I hope as I continue to work for the company and you continue to be my rep, um the relationship continues to to be just as good or better um as what I had."
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully you won't need us anymore. I mean, I say that all the time when I'm talking to groups is, you know, hopefully you never know us or never meet us, right? Because that means you're healthy and you don't need to be in the healthcare system. However, if you have an emergency like you did, uh, or something else, you know, more serious that requires long-term treatment, you know, we can be, we can be your partner and get you through it. So, so congratulations for getting uh, through it.
1: Yeah, well, thank you, but yeah, y'all, y'all are gonna always need me because Bobby start wondering. I'm calling Michelle, like, okay, Michelle. <laughs> um, first, first, I'm gonna te- first, first, I'm gonna text. I hope I'm not bothering you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
1: That's the first thing I ask.
0: I <laughs> uh, Bobby I'm I'm really glad you're on the other side of this and you're healthy and you're going to be performing back in 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 June. So yes. congratulations. Yes,
1: yes in June and then also we just got booked for Ireland October 14th. Oh, so, cool for the festival.
0: Oh. Yeah. So What so festival? That's going to be kind of
1: It's a, it's a music festival. This is this is just a regular music festival. So okay. we was booked for that in Ireland October 14th.
0: So, are the guys in Stats of Sonic are they the originals? You guys are still yeah. the original yeah all okay. well, the original wow. yeah. How long mm-hmm. how long's the band been together? Ooh, eighty three. Wow. 83.
1: Wow. Wow. Eighty three. But I joined. I joined in eighty six.
0: Okay. So you were the so, second. But it's drummer. still the
1: original. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. That is no, really actually, cool.
1: No, 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 no. No, no, uh, no, no. No, no. I'm from the, I'm the first summer when in 83 uh-huh. um they were just going through people were just covering for they just need someone to cover.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Um
1: but as as a official member cuz we didn't sign our deal until
0: 1986. Okay. And so, are you still with the same uh record company?
1: Or a producing no, company. no, okay. oh no, that's another story. You you can call me about that another time. That's another story.
0: So, who's your favorite drummer?
1: <laughs> oh, I have three. You probably don't know them, but I can tell you. Well, one of my favorite drummers is one is a young man by the name of Diamond. He played with this group, the '70s band called the Ohio Players. They had a hit song called "Roller Co- Love Roller Coasters.
0: Yeah, roller coaster, um, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Right, right. The, the, the Ohio Players. Another one of my favorite drummers is a young man by the name of Omar Hakim, who I actually know still to this day. He played with Sting. Oh, geez. Oh. And he, yeah. <laughs> wow. He's another one of the great, one of my great drummers, and another one of my favorite drummers is Tony Thompson. He passed, but he played with Duran Duran. He oh, played wow. with Duran Duran, and he played on Madonna's records, uh, Robert Palmer's records. Um, he played with played with a lot of great. Oh, oh, he, and he toured with David Bowie.
0: So, what so, for, for you? A, what like to you? What makes a good like a great drummer?
1: Oh, they're they're their style and they're able to play all genres of music. These okay. drummers I'm telling you about yeah. were able to play all genres of music. Tony Thompson actually was a a, a drummer in a band in the seventies, a group called Chic. And he had a record out called "Good," (laughs) right, right. They they were a big disco band. Freak out, you know. had those records up. But he played with this disco group, but was able to. He was. But he was also able to play rock and roll music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when you hear when you hear the David Bowie records, you're thinking to yourself, Wow, those must be great musicians on the records and then you realize yourself those are the musicians who were playing the funk and the disco records. Oh, okay. okay. You're, like, you're like, really? Okay. Like when you, if you if you see them Oh, like on TV, you'd be like, "Who's the drummer playing with David Bowie?" Oh, well, this okay. Tony Thompson. He was in this group called Chic and a, a funk, uh, a, a disco funk band. Really? Okay. okay. He could play rock and Joe. You know, <laughs> the and Omar, Omar Hakim is a not only played funk and rock, but he played jazz. So if you know oh. all the Sting's work, oh, okay. Sting dead plays nothing but jazz.
0: Okay. And and do you so have your who own? So that's I call my great drums. Do you have your own drums? Yes, I do. And and do you yeah. do you practice? Do your neighbors get angry?
1: <laughs> I don't actually practice them. I was actually in a, a studio in in, okay. in Manhattan. So my set okay. is set up down there. So okay. when we rehearse, my set is already there. So I practice there.
0: Okay. How did you get yeah. into drumming? Uh, I'm just like, were you a kid? Were um, you drumming all the time?
1: Uh, yeah, I actually play, I, I first learned how to play drums at five years old. Wow. And again and again, thank you to that. That idol of mines diamond from the band the Ohio Players because I'm banging on the drums roller like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm playing on the drums like wow this groove is funky and I'm only five years old. Wow, you know so this 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 guy I'm listening to this guy play the drums on this song. and I'm like I guess it's the groove of it that mm-hmm. kind of got to me. So I would always practice with the song and I, I don't I don't know how to read music. I don't.
0: That's what a friend of mine who ear. plays drums said. I said, What's the easiest less, uh, music, uh, instrument to learn? She said, Drums. And I'm like, What? Yeah. Play wow. by ear. As so you, you don't know what read music? What, no. wow. That is wild to me. Mm.
1: I told oh. myself. People say, Well, who taught you? I told myself. I, wow. I, I put on the records that I like and figure out what does what. And
0: wow. This is
1: Good how for I got you, into bitch.
0: It. That's great. <laughs> when I Thank when you. I was when I was little, my I said to my mom, I want to play drums, and you know I want a drum set, and she's like, yeah. So she bought me two drumsticks and said, practice on the hassock, you know, on the ottoman, <laughs> and if you're any yeah, good, yeah, I'll you yeah, yeah, yeah. drums.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of my drumming
0: career. <laughs> well, it it could have worked out
1: if you would have made if, look. It could have worked out if you would have made those playing on those sound like something because yeah, then well, they would have been like, "Wow!" But if it's just you going across it, then it's like, "Oh no, no, no!" She's just right, making exactly, noise. Right? Exactly.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have. So, hopefully, yeah. I have other skills. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Bobby, thank you. I really enjoyed talking to you, Michelle. Thanks for the time and for setting this up. I really do. And Bobby, thank congratulations you. again on being, you know, being on the other side of this.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs>
0: All right. Take care, fellas. Thank you. Right, bye, bye. 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 Bye, Bye. 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 bye if you have any questions that you would like us to address in a future episode, please email us at podcast at guardian nurses.com. That email again is podcast at guardian nurses.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find the Lighting Your Way podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, YouTube, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you liked what you heard, tell a friend and leave us a review. You can learn all about Guardian Nurses Healthcare Advocates on our website, guardiannurses.com. So until next time, find some joy in your life, pet all the good doggies and kitties, and remember to tell your people that you love them. Take care.